Evolution.org podcast coming away, episode 473. Steve Schmid, the Rickster, Ricky V. Rock, joining me. How's it going, man? Hey, what's up, Steve? What's up, guys? How's everybody doing out there? Not bad. So in this one, we're going to rehash a couple episodes, a couple popular episodes, a couple important episodes that we think. The first one that I think is very important, episode 392, where we did steroid cycles for stacking. The reason I think this is such an important episode is because it's going to save you a fortune because we see so many guys and gals out there you stack steroids but you don't know how to properly stack them you're just putting two steroids or three steroids together and essentially you're just wasting your time you're wasting your money in the process because you're not doing them correctly there is a method to the madness of stacking and this is why i feel like this episode is so important it's really over over the years, it's going to save you tens of thousands of dollars just knowing how to stack these compounds correctly. How about you, Rick? What's what's uh, what's the one you want to do? Uh, I'm going to uh, propose uh, steroids for noobs. We did a uh, a little podcast where we addressed it. Uh, steroids for noobs, episode 374. So uh, we're going to get on that one, right, Steve? Without Further ado, guys, here's episodes uh, 374 and uh, what is the Three, one you are? 392. Here we go. Evolution.org podcast coming away, guys. 392 compound episode. CC here and the Rick, sir. What's up? Hey, what's up, Steve? What's up, guys? How's everybody doing out there? So, right, we have a special episode today. Um, I came up with the idea. You kind of um, molded it. I'm going to be talking about an eight-week cycle to bulk, eight-week cycle to cut, eight-week cycle to recomp, eight-week cycle for healing and stamina. It's going to be a fun one. What do you think? People are going to enjoy it. All right, guys. So the first one we're talking about is best eight-week cycle to bulk. So what does that mean to bulk? So Rick, let me ask you straight up. What does bulking mean? We're going to go through each of these. We're going to first discuss mass. Gaining mean. mass, even if you gain some fat in the process, we, we don't care. We're gaining mass, size, as much as we can. There is what you can call a lean bulk. There is, you know, there is different little variables. But if we're talking about just pure hardcore bulking, it's just... You're taking in uh, two to three grams of protein per pound of body weight if you can if you can take in that much and carbohydrates, lots of carbs. You're making sure that you have enough protein to build muscle and enough carbs for your body to run and function. And even if you retain some fat, who the fuck were bulking? Is that what so you are with you? So here's an example of me. I was seven percent body fat, and I was like. I want to get big. I don't care if I gain fat. So I went from 7% body fat to 12% body fat in one fucking cycle. And the rate that what I would do, I wake up in the morning, eat, um, I eat fucking a burger. I cook a burger. It was a bison burger with Ezekiel bread, lettuce, tomato, etc. And boom, I'd slam that. Then I go to the gym, work out. Come home, guess what I would do? 
have another fucking bison burger with Ezekiel bread. Slam that down. I'd eat again two hours later, eat again two hours later, eat again two hours later. Fucking throwing so much food at my body. I just wanted to fucking get big, man. I got tired of being skinny. I got tired of being pushed around, you know? I wanted to fucking get strong. You know, I got tired of it, you know? So that's what I did. But I gained a shitload of fat. The cycle I use, I use 500 milligrams a week of sustenon, which is testosterone, four esters of testosterone. I use 400 milligrams a week of decadurobolin. And I use 30 milligrams a day of Dianabol. So test deca Vibol, classic old school bulking cycle, put on a shit ton of water, didn't give a shit. I just wanted to fucking get big. I got tired of being skinny my whole life. I wanted to see what it was like to be big and strong. And that shit worked, man. It worked for me. So that's what I did. I don't recommend anyone do that because what happens is, you know, I could have fucking approached it a different way. I could have done it the smart way and just put on some good quality mass and not bulk. But again, you know, I was skinny my whole fucking life. I weighed like fucking 112 pounds when I was a freshman in high school. I went out for the football team. They didn't even give me my own locker. I had to share a locker. Okay. I was like fifth, fifth or sixth string player. I couldn't even fucking like put on my shoulder pads without falling over because they were so heavy. My helmet. Dude, I mean, when you've been skinny your whole life, you're like, shit, you want to bulk. So that's what I did. So I've been there, done that, guys. I've been through all this shit. I've cut, I bulked, I recomped, I've done cycles for all kinds of shit. This is why we're doing this podcast, guys, to tell you. But yeah, it fucking worked. I put on like fucking 20, 25 pounds in 12 fucking weeks, but it wasn't good weight. So that's what I did. That's what, That was the cycle I ran. And listen, why does it work? Testosterone, lots of water retention, lots of androgens. Dianabol, lots of water retention, lots of androgens. Decadurobolin. Great compliment. It increases appetite like crazy. When you stack those three together, my appetite, Rick, was insane. I was eating. Basically, I was eating, working out, and shitting for 12 weeks. That was what I was doing, you know? And I fucking got big, man. So if you're a skinny fucking guy and you're sick of being skinny, Although I would never recommend doing what I did, it fucking worked for me to get big. What do you got, Rick? That's a great cycle stack. I would have gone with that as well, but since you got it first, now let me throw a different uh, a different possibility in the mix. Uh, if you have uh, estrogen problems like I do, then a good bulking stack would also be something of the lines of testosterone, high amounts of EQ, and turinabol. You know what I mean? Those three, so those are testosterone, I still agree with. You know I'm a, I'm a testosterone guy, Steve. EQ and turinabol. If you go back to some of the episodes way backwards in the, on this podcast, I used to always kind of think that you had to be careful a little bit with EQ aromatizing because it kind of uh, it does. But I, I'm still learning. And 
nowadays i think eq will either be estrogen neutral or might even in your case might even help you fight estrogen a little bit so you can definitely throw eq in there it adds anabolic growth power it won't increase your chances with estrogen same thing with adding some turinobol in there it's not gonna cause estrogen problems and then you you got testosterone and with just a, a it's like dose of some Novadex, you can do quite fine on on a, on a nice chunky testosterone uh, dose and just a little bit of Nova this would would do you you will get some of the water retention and some of the good effects from it so that I just went a little bit of a different direction with it uh Steve because you know d-ball and test I mean it's you know could cause a uh, gynecomastia issues with them together you, you swap out that D-ball for Turinobol for a guy like me that, that's very prone to gynecomastia now now you, you're building something you can you can feel good about and, and avoid issues beforehand my my view is appetite like you want to run stuff that's going to boost your appetite man my appetite was out through the roof on that stack through the fucking roof man and that's good. You know, the more you eat, the more you're going to gain. That's that's common sense, obviously, right? So, you know, especially in a short amount of time. Now, over time, you're not going to be able to sustain the kind of food that I was pounding every day. You're not going to be able to sustain that. So it's not going to work over time. But in the short term for a 12-week cycle, yeah, it's going to work. But, Rick, I mean, obviously, if you run another 12-week cycle, you're not going to gain 20, 25 pounds. And then run another 12-week cycle and gain 20, 25 pounds. So after five cycles times 20, you're not going to gain a hundred pounds after five cycles, right? It's called home, you know, it's homeostasis. That's just the way our bodies work. So it's not sustainable. Your body will adjust to the amount of calories you're eating. Your, it's, your body's like a furnace. So it's going to change, but in the short run, it will work. So that's why I say long-term, it's not a sound strategy to do you know, any of the stuff we're talking about over the long-term. This is a marathon and not a sprint. So with, with that, we're going to go to the next one. Best eight-week cycle to cut. And, you know, in eight. so the first one, eight weeks, I ran a 12-week cycle. Will this work for eight weeks? Absolutely. After eight weeks, I was up like 15, 20 pounds. So first off, yes, you can run these long esters for eight weeks. You know, granted, you're leaving a lot of gains on the table when you do that, but it's like, who cares? This is what, This is the podcast, guys. It's about eight weeks. So next one is eight weeks to cut. So, you know, cutting, cutting on steroids is a very mythical type of thing to talk about because steroids weren't designed to burn fat and cut down. Steroids were designed to prevent muscle wasting and help with anemia and help with osteoporosis and these different medical issues. But you, we as bodybuilders, we, you know, we use them. We use them for different things, including cutting. So by cutting... Obviously, for me, it might mean something different than you, Rick, but for me, cutting means you're dropping weight, you're dropping water, you're dropping, you're trying to lose body fat. So on a cut with steroids, you want to use dry compounds. Two of them right off the bat, Winstrol will dry the crap out of you, and then Masteron will dry and harden you up like never, never before. So 25 to 50 milligrams a day of Winstrol, four or 500 milligrams a week of Masteron. For an eight-week cycle, 
you could do something where you stack those. Do master on propionate because master on propionate is a shorter ester than the master on enanthate. And then you can do something like primobolin for 500 milligrams a week. Nice thing about primobolin, I've cut on primobolin. I've run primobolin and I've had people tell me, oh, you look more cut. You look more defined off of primobolin. That's what primobolin does. It's an expensive steroid, but it will do that. And then we go back to the same thing. Eight weeks, not a long time. Primobolin is an enanthate ester. Really, with primobolin, it's not going to kick in for about five weeks. It's I don't mean kick in, but I mean reach peak for, for five weeks because of the 10-day half-life. So you multiply that half-life by five, you get about 50 days. So 50 days into it is when it's going to peak. So you're like five weeks into it, and it's going to start peaking. And then you only got three more weeks after that where it's peak levels. Okay, that's fine. You're leaving results on the table. But the bottom line is it works. So simple stack. Guys in the 70s, Arnold, those guys, Frank Zane, those were the steroids they mess with. They, they mess with the DHT derivative, Provirin. They mess with Primobolin. Okay? These are the steroids they mess with, guys, in those times. It's not a big shocker. It's not a big secret. Those are great for cutting down. Rick, what do you got? Now, when it comes to bulking, I think it's pretty easy, straightforward. You know, you just want to get a couple of good steroids that work in synergy, stack them deep, and go. When it comes to cutting, I like to have different, more different things in there and use them at a very conservative dose. So, for example, uh, one of the very things that I would be doing right away is, um, hold on, give me one second. I would definitely... Primo Bolin is in there. We talked about it uh, one or two podcasts ago. Primo is in there. I would say 400 megs of Primo if you can afford it. 300 minimum, 200 real if you're doing a small amount, but definitely 400 megs of Primo in there. Then you'd want to you'd wanna throw in there, I would say, I would do about 200 megs of Mastron and then about another 100 megs of Trenbolone has some recommended trend for cutting. Absolutely. Only about a hundred makes, maybe 200. If you really like trend and the side effects don't get too bad, but at a hundred makes that trend, in my opinion, is going to make everything just work so much, so much better. So you got 400 Primo, 200, 200 Masteron, 100 trend. And then you got 300 milligrams left. Uh, that's about 40 makes a day of a, of a, of a good oral. I would, I would even do 20 Anavar, 20 uh, Winstrol, or just 40 Anavar. You could do 40 Winstrol if you're trying to get, like, show tight, and you don't mind having a little bit of, like, sore joints and, and a little bit of sore kind of tendons and joints and, and everything feeling a little bit sore running up to show, I mean, or, or, or a photo shoot or something, it's fine. But chances are taking 200 makes of of Masteron with 40 megs of Winstrel a day, and you're not taking an aromatizing compound, uh, there's a good chance that you might experience some issues with low estrogen name, especially Winstrel has been known to have guys get, get injured in the gym, you know, very strong, but very brittle uh, connective tissues, very brittle uh, tendons and joints and stuff. So I would be careful with that, but chances are I would do just 40 Anavar, um, if I wanted to get a, a chiseler, more drier look that in mind, and I and I was experienced enough to know how to work 
still work out and not get injured on, on Winstrol and Mastron without testosterone in there, then that's something else. You could also potentially run the 40, 50 mix of Winstrol, run 200, maybe 300 of Mastron along with everything else I'm telling you. And and if you add an extra 200, 250, 300 mix of test, it, blow, it throws you over the, the one milligram that I tell everybody should use. But if you throw in the testosterone in there, then you might, you might, you'll get some more power and you might even out some of the estrogen issues. I, you know, I couldn't be sure to tell you a hundred percent, but I would, um, yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it's, it's just a good one. It's just a good, good stack. I would just, and Primo Bowling, it's in there to help you gain mass on your caloric deficit. Mastron is in there to help you just get drier, chiseler, look harder, lose that body fat. You've got the Anovar in there or the Winnie both to just help you really conserve that muscle mass while in a deficit and to just give you that drier, uh, drier look. And just a hundred megs of Trembolone, man, a hundred megs of Trembolone, which I should have mentioned in the last one, because you could throw a hundred megs of Trembolone, 200 megs of Trembolone in a big bulking cycle with test and, and EQ and Terenoval and, and be, and you'll see better results out of everything else. So same here. And that and GW, definitely cartering GW. If you are in 2021 cutting and you're not using cartering, you're not using GW, then you, you're missing out on, on the technology today. Stuff that wasn't available to guys in the 60s or 70s or 80s or 90s. Or GW is the new thing now for cutting. It burns fat like nothing else we've seen. It doesn't affect your testosterone production. So you can run cartering straight through PCT after PCT. You can stay on the cartering for a long time. As long as you get good, good, legitimate cartering that the guy uh, selling it to you has sent it out for testing and, and it's proper, it's good shit, then you got you 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 have something going. You'd be a happy guy. You, 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 everything is, is going to be on the up and up with your cycle. So just throw that cardine in there. And if you really need a good appetite suppressant, um, something to, to help you out, you can grab N2Burn from my store. That's N, the number two, burn. You find that at needtobuildmuscle.com or N, the number two, B as in boy, M as in Mary, N2BM. Uh, that'll be a good appetite suppressant for you to use. I just wouldn't advise anybody mess with Clint Buterol, stuff like that. I mean, it's just the juice not worth the squeeze. Unless you are a competitive guy working with your coach, your coach has experience with it. You are hardcore enough to accept the long-term side effects issues with Clan. Just don't fucks with it. There's a lot of over-the-counter stuff that'll just help you curve your appetite, give you a little bit more energy in the gym, man. And then the carterine is not a stimulant, is not an appetite suppressant. It'll help melt body fat. And then on top of that, you got the... You got the gosh darn, um, you, then you got the steroid stack I just mentioned. So you're good to go. I ran through on that one, Steve. Next one we're talking about is recomp. Recomping is the ultimate challenge in fitness and in bodybuilding. So with a recomp, what that means is you gain muscle while also losing fat. And some of you out there may never achieve this in your life. Maybe you just don't have the genetics. So this is, this is the challenge, and it's not easy. It's the hardest thing to do in fitness. One of the hardest things to do is to accomplish that. And, it's, and if it was that easy, everyone would do it. Everyone would be walking around at 6% body fat 
in 250 pounds of muscle, right? So this is what we all strive to do. And for us, it takes, it's a lifetime of a commitment. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. So in eight weeks, how can we recomp? I think the number one steroid to recomp, and this doesn't always work for everybody. I'm going to go with Trembolone acetate, Rick. Trembolone. Trembolone is magic for, for certain people out there. You take Trembolone and you rip up and you gain, not only gain a lot of strength, but you gain muscle along with it. So it's one of the most powerful steroids in existence. Well, the main steroids, it's the most powerful one. So an eight-week trend acetate, let's say 250 milligrams a week, keeping the sides low, throw in some Masteron, 300 milligrams, 400 milligrams a week of Masteron. You can throw in some Proviron if you want, 25 milligrams of Proviron, or you can throw an Anavar or even T-Bowl in there. And that will give you a tremendous ability to gain the strength and lose muscle and, and, and lose fat at the same time, not muscle, but fat. And it's, it's amazing for that. And of course, you know, when you're on it, you want to be eating good. I'd also run the GW, like Rick mentioned, the GW cartering would be a fantastic thing to run with it. And I think you can accomplish it, guys, get your training down, do cardio, you know, as much as you possibly can. It's not easy to do cardio on trend. Your cardio will suffer on trend, but you have to try your best to do it. And good things will happen for a lot of you out there. Now, some of you won't be able to cut down on trend. Some of your body is the, some, some people, maybe your genetics are a little different. Your body's a little different. You may not be able to cut down. So for those of you who are not, you can run something like Anovar for eight weeks, run Anovar 60 milligrams a day for eight weeks. Make sure you're running your liver support, your N2 guard with it and eat clean, bust your ass in the gym, do a lot of cardio, do a lot of fasting and you could get results just on the Anavar by itself for eight weeks. Nothing wrong with that. I, I've seen people recomp beautifully on Anavar, and the side effects weren't that bad at all. So those are two options. I mean, if it was me, Rick, if you told me, Steve, you have eight weeks to recomp, pick one steroid for you to do it. I know for me, it would be Anavar. Anavar, fasting, lots of fasting, extremely nutritious eating, GW. Eight weeks. That's it. You know, 20 milligrams a day of, of the GW, 60 milligrams a day of the Anavar. That's all I would need to recomp. I could definitely recomp on that. It'd be a beautiful stack. How about you? So when it comes to recomping, I take a little bit of a different approach on it. I don't uh, lean into the steroids that are known to dry you up or this one for this recomp cycle. I'm not going to lean on the steroids that cause uh, the, the shift estrogen any which way. So Masteron and Winstrel are, are out of the, out of the question on this one. Um, you got, got to go heavy on the Primo Bolin. Primo Bolin is the one that will allow you to eat at a caloric deficit and still gain mass. So you got to go heavy on the Primo four to 600 milligrams a week of Primo, no less. You got to add the Trembolone in there. Yes. hundred to 200 makes a Trembolone per day. Do that. And then your oral dose I would suggest go either with 50 to 60 milligrams of Anabar a day. You could do 50, 60, and you could, you could hit that eight weeks. You know, a couple of times in your lifetime, you, you can run these orals eight weeks instead of just the four to 
maybe six that we recommend. You run that shit eight weeks for this one special cycle you're trying to do. I would, I would, if I wanted to go harder, like really recomp the other recomp steroid that I'm really, that I know works very well for recomp and is super draw. I would do, in order to be able to stretch this out eight weeks, I would do 20 migs of super draw with 20 migs of anabol. So the perfect recomp cycle, in my opinion, would be something along the lines of 600 migs of primobolin, 200 migs of trambolone, 20 migs a day of Anavar and 20 megs a day of Superdraw. You know, Superdraw, it's a little funny running at eight weeks. Again, uh, Superdraw is, is heavier on your liver than, than uh, a lot of these other oral steroids. So if you're doing the Superdraw, maybe taking one or two weeks in the very middle of it, like doing three weeks of Superdraw, getting off the Superdraw for two weeks and then getting back on again for the last three weeks might be a good option for you if you're worried about the liver definitely use an n2guard my product my liver support product n2guard go to n the number two guard.com and get yourself some n2guard uh, definitely take it along with this with these orals if you're going to run it for, for eight weeks and into post-cycle therapy but that would be my thing now always with all these cycles right you can always throw a little bit of testosterone in the mix a lot less, a hundred something megs, two hundred megs if you're cutting, three, four hundred megs or something if you're if you're bulking. Again, about 250, 200, 100 even if you're recomping milligrams of testosterone a week. It's not a bad thing. Once you get into the four to six to eight week realm, depending on how prone you are to it, you can be suppressing your own testosterone production, and then you don't have the good natural testosterone that your body needs. Your body still needs some of that good, natural, normal testosterone. These synthetic anabolic steroids are no replacement for your own testosterone when it comes to some of the regular bodily functions that your body needs. They've tried. They've tried. There have been several, even SARMs and steroids have all made it to trial uh, as far as to trial to human trials, even looking for a different hormone that can be prescribed to testosterone replacement therapy patients. And you know what? All these years later, testosterone, it's still the preferred hormone for re testosterone replacement therapy when they stops making it. So you putting some in your body along with these cycles where you might get suppressed. It's just a good health measure. Now cutting Again, photo shoot, show, special situation. You might omit the testosterone because it might, it, although it might help your health and functions and your dick and all that, it might ruin a little bit the look. If you're going with bulking, definitely throw that test in there. If you're going with recomping, why not as a good health measure, uh, especially with that super drill in there, which can can get pretty suppressive. So that, that's it, man. That's my uh, recomp story. Also, um, GW in the recomp mix as well. Okay, just just I toss that shit in there. And I always tell you guys every time I mention SARMs, I tell you this all these steroids, balling, equipoise, tremble on this stuff has been around since the 60s. They were approved drugs at some point for humans across different parts of the world. We know with a pretty good amount, a decent amount of certainty, what the long-term effects from these drugs could be or could not be. When it comes to SARMs, GW, Osterin, all this stuff, LGD, YK11, all this stuff, 
it's only been around the last decade, decade and a half. We don't really know what the long-term effects of this stuff is going to be. Anobar, Anobar was out in the market for human consumption being prescribed to people who already made it through human trials as far back as the 70s, people were, were getting it from a pharmacy. These SARMs are not. They have not made it through all the human trials. They have not made it into prescription medications for us to even begin to really have a good record of what they do. So it's just it's just a, a, a situation to beware. But in the short term now, are they effective? Fuck yeah. GW Cotterine, probably one of the best fat-burning drugs I've ever seen. It's just incredible. I mean, GW, throw some throw some human growth hormone in there. G GH, good human grade growth hormone in there, I into that recomp or that cutting cycle or that bulking cycle if you want. So, well, that also works. Different pathway, but it'll help each and every one of your goals, whatever you're trying to do with the steroids. Throws that in there. Um, but yeah, yeah, GW definitely for recomp. Next one we're gonna talk about guys. Eight-week cycle for healing and stamina. So the first steroid that comes to my mind for healing would be decadurobolin or NPP, nandrolone phenylpropionate, which is also nandrolone. Now, nandrolones do have some healing properties. There is some evidence that they help with, you know, things in the body, especially with, you know, healing joints, collagen stuff, ligaments, tendons, stuff like that. There's not enough though anecdotal evidence with, with in the bodybuilding community to show that it actually helps. But some guys, they swear by it. They say that it helps. Now, you know, will it heal the problem? I'm skeptical on that. It's more of a Band-Aid, and then when you stop using it, the problem comes back. So to me, that's not healing it. That's putting a Band-Aid on it. So, you know, in terms of the anecdotal evidence, it's just not there yet, but some guys swear that. So I've heard guys say, oh, I'm on TRT, and I had a little bit of DECA, 50, 100 milligrams a week of DECA, and it helps my body feel better, you know? So, you know, it's one of those things where um, I believe that there is some evidence that it does help but if you really think that you can just tear your acl blow out your knee and then just go on a bunch of deca and it's magically going to heal it then i think you're in for a, a rude awakening on that so within reason deca would be the steroid for for healing in terms of stamina oh number one eq equipoise now they use equipoise in horse racing today for a reason because it helps the horses <laughs> have more endurance running around that track, right? So with people, I've run EQ. The nice thing about EQ, it doesn't give you the pumps, the painful pumps when you're running. It doesn't give you these side effects. It doesn't screw up. It's very, very mild. So it doesn't damage your heart in the process where it makes you slower. And it gives you that raise in red blood cell counts, just like, almost all steroids do but it doesn't give you the side effects that come with all these other steroids you see so it's like the perfect combination of your getting that red blood cell count increase without the side effects without the pumps without the other issues so i think eq is the best one for stamina 300 400 milligrams a week uh would be fantastic for stamina and then we got sarms for healing austerine has been shown to help with healing. Give that one a shot. 
with stamina, SR9009 would be my choice for stamina. Take five to 20 milligrams before your cardio session or your workout, and you'll get a boost. It's a very short half-life. It's a very short peak. So you'll get a nice peak in the drug in your system, and then it comes back down. So that's the difference between SR and GW. GW is more of a sustained, slow rise. Okay, so, um, so that's why SR is so much better right before, like an hour, hour and a half before your actual training. Well, GW, you take it just once a day, and it gives you a slow boost over the course of the day versus just a, a quick spike. So that would be my choice. SR9 is the nine for stamina for, for eight weeks. So, so, you know, for healing out Austrine with, with MPP for eight weeks, if you had to pick a steroid, I'm just being, we're just speculating here. And then for stamina EQ with SR9009, you are on your way to having a kick-ass eight-week cycle on those, on those two fronts, in my opinion. How about you, Rick? What's your opinion on this? Healing and stamina. Here's what I would go with. About 400 to 500 mix of tests a week. About 200, 300 mix of DECA per week. That would be my kind of basic healing hormones. I wouldn't do anything that fucks with my estrogen. I'd stay away from pretty much everything else. I would add TB. 500 to the mix along with BPC 157. So TB 500 along with BPC 157 would, would be my thing. Uh, I would also add Osterin. I would also add GW. If I could, I would add S4 to that mix and human growth hormone. And that might sound like a lot guys, but check it out. Two steroids, two peptides, two, maybe three SARMs, and growth hormone. This is what we're talking about healing or we're talking about serious stamina. Like you either have something you're trying to bounce back from or you got something you're trying to fucking win, you know, so some record, maybe a personal record you're trying to break or you're trying to do something, something special. So you can take one thing in, take one thing in or out here and there, maybe take the GW out, won't be as good on stamina, but you take at least one less compound you're dealing with in your body on a day-to-day -day basis. You can maybe downgrade from good human growth hormone down to, you know, IGF-1 or something, right? Maybe make that swap. Uh, TB-500 and uh, BPC-157. I would say you, if you're healing, do both. If healing is not the main situation, main goal, but one, then maybe drop the BPC 157, do the TB 500 on its own. And, and as far as the steroids go, look, you don't want to do DECA by itself. It'll fuck with your dick. Uh, and testosterone is just the natural. It, testosterone is the hormone your body has. It's the hormone your body needs. Give it that plenty of that. Right. At about 400, 500, make that throw throw that kind there. If um if you're willing to risk your 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 refunctioning uh, for a little bit while you get healed up, then do a one to one ratio. You know, do 250 or 300 megs of testosterone, if and then 250 300 megs of deca or more deca, 400 deca, 500 deca, 
250 testosterone if you're not too worried about your dick going a little bit not so not so hard for a while while you're healing i don't know you know what i mean i i i've never done that but it's something to consider and think about depending it's a very specific sort of situation but that would be um that would be the stack and obviously n2 joint rx guys and my product the one i make uh that i sell to you is the n uh the number two joint rx.com go there it's my joint support product. Even with all these different compounds you're you're putting in to help healing and stuff at the joints, at the bones, everywhere, um, those compounds themselves don't become part of the structure. They just hit the cells, different receptors in the cells, and tell the cells to begin different repair processes and things a lot faster maybe or or now at all, which maybe the cell wasn't going to be doing anyway because of the absence of these structures. But now that you bring these in, these growth hormones, uh, these arms, you bring them in. Uh, now that cell is trying to prepare. So you need the building blocks available, the stuff that the cells is actually made of. And you need some of the vitamins and minerals that are present during some of these processes to make sure that you are covering annual deficiencies. So N2JointRx.com, that is the joint support product. It has the vitamins and minerals that you need to you need to have on there, make sure there are no deficiencies and it has the substrate. It has the building blocks that these structures are made of. So that, that really rounds out a whole stack along with these, uh, with these compounds that are there giving the cells a signal to, to repair. I think it sums it up beautifully, Rick. So guys try these stacks out, come on a forum, do a log, keep yourself honest. I, I love, I love logs because they keep you honest, they motivate you, we'll motivate you, and let us know, man, you can kind of track it and see, you know, how you end up doing, so it works out, I mean, it works out fantastic, right, Rick? It's a win-win for everybody when you guys talk about it, That's so. right, yep, yep, come to, to the forums, evolutionary.org, elitefitness.com, anabolex.com, come on out, register look up look at the top when you get to the page look up top it says forums click there and then keep looking at the top right it says register register up use your email i mean uh, we will send you information we'll we'll really hook it up guys just really come on through do, do the same thing yeah bro and you can meet uh rick's best friend on their body monster uh rick rick one of rick's best friends on the forum body listen monster. forget hey. body monster um, Ellen Fit is on the forums. Uh, she's taking us on her log through her 30 day process. This girl is incredible. She's posting up recipes, she's posting up pictures of herself making the food looking incredible. She loves pictures. Is that, she um, did, is that one of your friends too? I don't, I don't, I don't kiss and tell. Not when you can know the girl. I can't, I can't talk. I can't, I don't say nothing. Because right. a lot but, of guys um, on there, like, a lot of guys on there are like, oh, will you marry me and stuff? So, yeah, you got to check this girl out, guys. You got to go on there. And she's she's looking incredible, for a, right? Looking for an American husband. So maybe <laughs> one of you can help her with her um, citizenship. Because Rick Rick doesn't want to do it. So, Well, Rick, you're you're not legal, are you? You're not legal. So Rick can't help her. It wouldn't make any sense. All right, guys. Listen so to this guy. Listen to this guy. So, guys, listen, great, great podcast, guys. Uh, Rick, excellent job on these podcasts, buddy. We're, uh, 
we got hopefully we're almost to 400. Hopefully we're, we make it to a thousand before uh, we, we both pass away. So we'll get there. We're, 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 we're due to make it to a thousand, well over a thousand a year from today. So um, hopefully we'll, hopefully we'll be alive a year from today. It's still working and healthy, man. Jeez. Well, dude, there's a uh, China, apparently they blew up a rocket and uh, it's supposed to crash somewhere on earth. So hopefully it doesn't crash on us. So hopefully we'll be, uh, I, you don't, you don't watch TV. So you don't know about that, I guess. I've yeah. heard about this. We, we, oh, you heard about it. Okay. We, we're going to knock it out the sky before it comes down. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. So this is episode 392. We'll talk to you guys next week with another compound episode. Again, guys, come on the forums. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, come, come, come on. Come on over. Talk to you guys. Guys, this is the required legal disclaimer. We are only sharing our experience from years of steroid use. We are not doctors, and none of what we say should be regarded as medical advice. Always check with your doctor before taking any drugs or starting any training program. Everly share that word podcast coming away. This is number 374, guys. So our steroid series continues. Steve Smee here and the Rickster in the house. Hey, what's up, Steve? What's up, guys? How's everybody doing out there? Good, good. All right, guys. So our steroid series continues, guys, where we classify steroids. The next steroid classification we're talking about is newbie steroids. So um, these are steroids that newbies, we recommend newbies mess with. They're going to be more mild. They're going to be more safe. There's going to be less room for error. And having said that, my opinion, guys, there is no safe steroid. Steroids are anabolic steroids are serious business. They're very, very strong hormones. They do a lot of things in the body. Okay. They do a lot of things in the body. So you really need to be careful when you use steroids. They are going to shut you down. So you must make sure you run the proper ancillaries, you run your liver support, you run your kidney support, you run a PCT. And then that can make a much smoother situation for you. And also, in my opinion, you should be closer to 30 years old before you touch steroids. Some guys say over 21, some guys say over 25. I say closer to 30, because that's when you're really more mature, you put in the years, and you're ready for steroids. So that is my opinion. Of course, you've got guys these days in a much higher percentage that are using steroids at a much younger age. There's guys in their even late teens that are using steroids. So not really a smart idea, guys. Um, so steroids are definitely serious business no matter what. Yeah, five to eight years of natural training you want before you start messing with steroids. And natural training doesn't just mean having a gym membership for six months out of the year. Natural training means that you're going in there, you're trying to figure this out, you're trying to figure out different training methods, different diet programs, have done some over-the-counter supplements, some herbs, some creatine. You've hit some plateaus, bust through the plateaus by changing up your training regimen, hit another plateau, bust through that plateau, changing up some of your diet stuff with more training. You know, this is like you've really been at it making progress, trying to figure it out for five to eight years before you touch the sauce. 
And if you do that, then those steroid gains are going to be the first three cycles. You get some permanent pounds and you're, you'd be good. You'll take full advantage of what those steroids can do for you. Once you've spent enough time experimenting on yourself to have everything else figured out. That's, that's the main, that's the main goal. That's, that's what we mean. Um, now, <clears throat> does that need to happen when you're 30 or not? Ideally it would happen after 25 around 30, you know, and if you were like me that started lifting weights at 13, you would still wait until you're well over 25, 30, hit the sauce. But if you didn't, if you do it younger, earlier on, at least five to eight years of natural hard training, where you're taking your body to limit sports through high school, weightlifting in the off season, weightlifting on days off after school, after during college is just active, active. Then, you know, when you're an adult mid twenties, and you've got five to eight years of natural weight training under your belt. Then you hit that shit. Then you hit the sauce. But it's a good way to get started on this one. Yeah. And I'd actually argue someone argued this to me. They're like, oh, I've been training for five years. I'm 18. And I was like, how have you been training five years? Like, oh, I started training at 13. I said, no, 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 no. When you become an adult, then you start counting the years you've been training. When do you become an adult? I guess legally 18, you're an adult. But really 21, I mean, you can't even go on a cruise without someone older than that. At that age, you can't rent a car at that age. You know how, so really technically in my mind, you're not an adult. Um, there's a reason you can't rent a car at that age is because the insurance company can't insure you. The rental car insurance company won't, won't watch you driving their cars because you don't have the experience, the life experiences. The same thing with, with steroids. So it's very important that you wait as long as possible before you rerun steroids. But without further ado, guys, we're going to talk about the four steroids that we came up with, Rick and I came up with, that are good newbie steroids. The first one is going to be Anovar. Now, Anovar is a good one for both females and males. Um, Anovar is mild. It doesn't have androgenic side effects. Very, very little. It is a little tough on the liver, as all most all anabolic steroids are, it is liver toxic because it is 17 alpha alkylated. So you need, you need to be careful of your liver. If you have existing liver issues, you really need to monitor your blood work like a hawk and you want to run the N2 guard, the liver support with it. But Anovar at the end of the day, you could run as a male 40, 50 milligrams a day of VAR. As a female, you can run anywhere from five to 15 milligrams a day of the VAR and you get nice mild results. And it's not going to give you a tremendous amount of side effects. Um, as a male, it's still going to shut you down. All anabolic steroids do. So you will need a PCT with it. But it's not going to um, cause other issues. It's not going to cause estrogenic side effects. It's not going to cause androgenic side effects, too many androgenic side effects. And even though it's a DHT derivative, it's not going to cause a tremendous amount of DHT side effects because of the way it's structurally made. So in our view, you know, Anovar is a good one. You could run just Anovar by itself for five or six weeks and get, you know, get really good mild results as a first cycle, as a newbie. The drawback to Anovar is it is it's very expensive. So you want to keep that in mind. If you are using it, it's going to cost you some money. It's going to cost you some money. It's going to be three, four times more expensive than T-Bowl, which is a very similar steroid and also a good 
in my mind, a good newbie steroid. So that's kind of uh, an honorable mention. We'll give T-Bone an honorable mention. We're not going to discuss T-Bone in length, but we're going to give an honorable mention. But I've run Anavar before. Um, very, very mild. Didn't notice any side effects on it. And, you know, I was happy with it. It's it's a really cool steroid. But you want to make sure with Anavar, this is a big one, especially for females. You want to make sure you get legit Anavar. If you get fake Anavar, and it's something else that can really screw you up. So those of you out there who've run Anavar and you're shaking your head right now, both male and female, you're shaking your head. You're like, ah, oh, Steve, this stuff had side effects. It, it screwed me up. You most likely, I'm 99% certain, did not run legit Anavar because Anavar is very widely fake. So in that respect, it may not be a good newbie steroid because it's hard to find legit Anavar. But if you can find legit Anavar, it's a very, very good newbie steroid. Tell us your thoughts, Rick, on Ranavar. Anavar is a steroid on training wheels. You don't need an anti-estrogen with it. You don't have to worry about hair loss. You don't have to worry about much with it. You are going to get some suppression, and it is going to wreck your lipid profile, your cholesterol. Over time, it will wreck it. It does have some good static effects. And some good long-lasting uh, muscle uh, effects as well. Uh, you don't have to worry about taking anti-estrogen with it or finasteride uh, or your prostate. I mean, you don't have to worry about much with it. It's a great newbie steroid. I would definitely um, think it should be the first cycle for many people. Also, it's the only steroid any women should be taking at all. It's a nice, uh, solid, very low side effect, very mild steroid i like it i vote you know thumbs up on it uh, especially for newbies especially for noobs it could it could maybe should be the second or third cycle for anybody the first one being testosterone obviously in my opinion for newbies but um yeah that's it that's all i have to say about anavar man um good good steroid And and, yeah. and and you know it is mild, but if you're talking about someone that's never used androgens before and those androgen receptors are nice and clear, they'll be really happy with the results they get from it. All right, guys. So the second one we're gonna talk about today is primobolin. Now, primobolin, I have to echo right off the bat this, also what we said about Anabar, Rick, in that primobolin, if you've ever run primobolin, both as a male and female. And you got side effects on primobolin, I can 99% guarantee you that you got fake primobolin because it's another heavily fake steroid. These steroids are expensive. Okay. So sources, you know, you can blame them or not, but at the end of the day, they are trying to save money. So they may use a poor supplier or a poor raw supplier, and they end up producing really bad primobolin. And it's end up something else. It could be DECA, it could be TEST, it could be, uh, you know, anything, anything. Uh, they, could, they could put in anything instead of primo just to save a buck. And then you're gonna start noticing side effects. And you're like, why am I getting, why am I getting gynecomastia on primo? It doesn't make any sense. Primo does not produce androgenic or estrogenic side effects. So your blood pressure won't skyrocket on Primo. 
your heart health won't go to shit on Primo. Your cholesterol won't go so bad on Primo. You shouldn't get gynecomastia on Primo. You, sh- you can't get gynecomastia on Primo. It doesn't aromatize. You should not get blow. You should not get water retention. You should not get insomnia. All these side effects, acne, you should not get that. And even though it's a DHT derivative, just like Anovar, you shouldn't get DHT side effects because the way it's structurally made, you shouldn't get prostate problems. You shouldn't lose your head hair on it. Maybe a little, but not, not to the extent of some of these other steroids. So if you're any of that stuff is happening, you're very likely getting fake Primo. So it's very important to find a legit source for Primo and get the real stuff. And again, just like Anavar, it is really expensive to find legit Primo. And Rick, even in your situation, if you're overseas, you're not going to find Primo because it's not available Um you know, very, very common, even in countries where steroids are legal, you're still going to end up with fake Primo because it's going to be hard to find legit Primo even in those countries. Um, So, you know, it's a tough one. It's a tough one to to get. But at the end of the day, if you find legit Primo, guys, as a male, four or 500 milligrams a week, as a female, 50 milligrams a week, it should not give you side effects. And it should be a safe, it's a safe steroid just to run as a male. You literally can run it by itself for 10 or 12 weeks and get good results, good, clean results. Uh, Primo Bolin is, was the one that Arnold loved back in the day in the 70s. It was said that he ran about five, six, 700 milligrams a week of Primo. That was his favorite steroid to run. So, you know, it, it's a really, really good steroid, but it's not going to blow you up. Like some of these other steroids, when we talked about the strength steroids, the bulking steroids in the previous podcast, that is not what Primo does. So if you want to gain 10, 15 pounds on a cycle and add 30 pounds to your bench, it's not going to happen on Primo. It's not going to happen. And a lot of guys don't get it. A lot of guys don't get that concept. They think, oh, Primo is a waste of money because I'm not getting results on it. It's not that it's a waste of money. It's that it doesn't do what these other steroids do. It's more of a steroid that you run. It's quality gains. It's lean muscle gains. The gains that you get on Primo are quality gains. It's legit gains. So in my opinion, because it's so mild, you know, it's a pretty good newbie steroid. What do you think, Greg? Very mild, very side effect free. Very hard to get. Very hard to get good legitimate of it. Good legitimate versions of it. You do need a high enough amount to see some results. But man, does it work great in a caloric deficit. Man, does it help you build that lean mass that you can keep for weeks and weeks and months and months, maybe years. Good steroid, like Steve said, doesn't aromatize, no need for an NTE. It can knock a little bit of hair out, mainly on any females that mess with it. But guys, most guys will be okay with it with that, with as far as the hair goes. It's just a good all-around steroid, hard to get legitimate versions of but if you can find it if you can get it you'll be really happy man it's the way to go with it all right buddy so i'm gonna let you take the next one because you're a big fan eq bold unknown that's one of your favorites tell us tell the listeners about why you think it's a good newbie one eq's a nice steroid uh it does aromatize but doesn't cause the estrogen issues that you see out of things like dianabol some of these other steroids the worst side effect I've ever gotten on EQ was just a little bit of back acne. It is longer lasting. Um, so if you were having some trouble with it, you're going to be in for a long ride until it leaves your system because it could be four to six weeks before it does. 
Uh, it's just very mild. I don't mind find myself needing anti-estrogen unless I go above, above 400 or 500 mg a week. I, I don't see it doing anything uh, detrimental as far as estrogen goes. It's just a really good all around, very simple, very cheap, steroid, easy to find. Unlike Prima Bolin, that's very hard to find legitimate versions of. Unlike Anavar, that's widely faked by, by sources. EQ is just a great steroid that's very easy to find good versions of. You can pay a little bit of more money than, than going from underground and go to a veterinarian labs and buy it from a vet lab that actually is overseen by some governing body. That stuff works great. It's enough I can say about it, man. It, it just works great, works all around. If you do get a little bit of uh, estrogen side effect from it, from running a little bit high, uh, aromacin works great. Aromastain works great. Just use either of those. Aromastain being over the counter. Um, and you'll, you'll uh, be side effect free in a day or two. It's just a really good good steroid for all around use. And I think it's a great new steroid. Not, not a lot to worry about, not a lot of side effects to be concerned about. It's all pretty straightforward. Maybe keep a little bottle of uh, anti-estrogen in your drawer and pull that out whenever you have an issue. That's about it. Yeah, the nice thing about EQ, if you're an active person, if you're an active person, this is the one steroid that you can actually run. Um, as an, a newbie who likes to do a lot of outdoor stuff, you like to mountain bike, you like to hike, you like to take the dog for long, you know, dog for long walks, you have to go swimming. You like to, you know, do, do a lot of, do some hot yoga, Bikram yoga, very, very, very cardiovascular. Uh, you like to jog, you like to run, all this stuff. This is a good one for you because the EQ won't, won't mess with your cardio. It'll actually benefit your cardio because it'll raise your blood, red blood cell count. So you'll be getting more oxygen through your blood, but it's not going to give you the side effects. It's not going to give you the pumps. It's not going to give you the, the strain on the heart. It's not going to give you the strain on the liver as much, the strain in the kidneys as much. Very, very mild steroid. So if you're a newbie who likes to do a lot of active activities, this one is a good one for you. This is, this is for you guys. The EQ is definitely for you. And I'd run somewhere between three and 500 milligrams a week. You can run it solo or you can run it with a little test. It's up to you, but nothing wrong with running it solo. And um, it's, it's a really good one. If you run it by itself, you most likely in 90% of situations, 95% of situations, you won't even need an AI because it aromatizes a very, very slow pace. So the estrogen that does get aromatized in the body is such a slow rate that it will get, it will get kicked right back out. So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a good one for sure, for if you're a newbie. So the fourth one we're going to talk about is straight testosterone. Uh, and testosterone, guys, is the most commonly run anabolic steroid. Even if you're a vet, even vets, they'll run a TRT dose in a cycle. They'll run 500 milligrams a cycle. Some guys even run more, 1,000 in a cycle. Yeah, there are higher level levels and testosterone is both androgenic and estrogenic. So it is going to come with a lot of side effects. But again, like I said, at the beginning, when you run anabolic steroids, they are all serious side effects. Yes. They have, they come with serious side effects. They shut you down. 
including testosterone. Yes, testosterone will shut you down. That's how it works. So if you're going to make the decision to use anabolic steroids and you say, you know what, I'm going to run the standard 500 milligram a week testosterone cycle, you have to remember that this is a serious decision. Testosterone will shut you down and shut you down hard. It will, because it's going to signal your pituitary glands to stop producing its own hormones. So you need to be prepared when you're running testosterone. You need to have your, your N2 guard on cycle. You need to have your aromatized inhibitor, that Romacin or Arimidex, on hand. You need to be running it from day one, most of you. You need to have a PCT in place. And you need to be running blood work before and after cycle to make sure everything is going good. You may even have to run blood work on cycle to make sure that you are controlling your estrogen as you should. If you run testosterone blindly and you don't do any, anything properly, you can end up at the end being fitted for a bra because you're going to get gynecomastia. You could end the end be you put on like 10, 15, 20 pounds of, of water. You'd be like a bloated fish. You could end up seriously damaging your skin from acne. You could seriously damage your heart because you strain your heart. There's a lot of things that, that can go wrong by not running testosterone correctly. So don't think, oh yeah, it's testosterone. Everyone runs testosterone. It's an easy cycle. I don't have to really do anything. I just run 500 million testosterone. No, it's a serious, serious cycle. So, but this is the most cookie cutter first cycle out there, Rick, is 500 milligrams of testosterone a week using either anything or sipinate, which are long esters. That's the most cookie cutter cycle that we see guys recommend on the forums. But the ironic thing is, it is a harsh cycle, but people don't understand that and they get themselves into trouble. So yeah, be careful and be smart. Rick, anything you want to add? Testosterone is the hormone that we've had in our body since we were born. It's very predictable. We know what it's going to do. We already know what drugs to use with it. If you use a low enough amount, you won't need any other drugs. Your body will receive it and utilize it just fine. I mean, testosterone is the truth. I think everybody's first cycle should be 200 mix of testosterone a week to, just to get your feet wet, just to get started. That, that alone, right, that alone, obviously, with hard natural training, good, uh, just keeping a, a, an eye on your body and the way it reacts to everything and just knowing what you need to be taking. I mean, testosterone is the original steroid. It's the truth. I mean, it's the one, it's the one I definitely would use uh, as a newbie just to get started. Perfect, perfect little steroid. All right, guys, so that pretty much sums it up for newbie steroids, guys. We're going to have a new class of steroids coming next week. We'll keep it going. For Steve Smee and Rick, this has been another episode, number 374. We will talk to you guys next week. Have a good one. Have a good one, Steve. Have a good one, guys. Guys, this is the required legal disclaimer. We are only sharing our experience from years of steroid use. We are not doctors, and none of what we say should be regarded as medical advice. Always check with your doctor before taking any drugs or starting any training program.